This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by a long-term nurse, a chief nursing officer, a real leader, Audrey Cortez. She's going to talk to us about her leadership journey, some of the entrepreneurial efforts she does, and some more. Audrey, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Absolutely. Hi, Scott. Yes, I'm Audrey Cortez. I am the Director of Patient Experience at Peterson Health in Kerrville, Texas. And yes, I have been a chief nursing officer in various leadership positions, was in clinical nursing for many years. And my passion in leadership is helping others become more resilient, especially in this time of COVID. So talk about resiliency and also talk about as director of patient experience. What does that look like today? Because that's a role that when you started in nursing 20 years ago or whenever it was, wasn't a thing. What is the director of patient experience? What are the top priorities as a director of patient experience today? Well, I will tell you the top priority is understanding that patient experience is exceptional only when you have happy and supportive employees. So at Peterson Health and really it's best practice across the nation, to improve the patient experience, uh, patient experience professionals, which again was not even a role until maybe 10 years ago, and now it's in every organization nationwide pretty much. But really it's all about motivating and inspiring others, employees to connect with their purpose, to understand what they do, to make a difference, and that drives patient experience. And at Peterson, we have definitely shown that. We have gone from the 50s and 60s percentile ranking for patient experience, and now we consistently are in the 80s and 90s. And what do you attribute that to? What, how do you do that? How do you get your employees more enthused, more resilient, more engaged, more feeling their purpose and passion? How do you do that so it translates into better patient experience? Well, one, you stick to best practice. What works is what works. Two, you always explain the why. You help staff know what's in it for them. And nobody really gets into healthcare. Nobody becomes a healthcare professional unless they truly want to make a difference, unless they truly want to change people's lives, create memories that are lasting and impactful, help create a healing environment. And so you just tap into that. You just tap into that and inspire them and show them the difference that it will make for the patient and the difference it will make for them. And when it's a win-win situation, you find that common ground, people follow. Now, at Peterson, it is a group effort. We have a large group of very effective and strong leaders, including our CEO, Corey Edmondson, and listens to staff, involves staff at every single level, And that is truly what makes a difference. And I will tell you, Scott, we just recently won the Baldridge equivalent for the Texas Award, which is called the Governor's Award. And I think that speaks for itself for what this organization has been able to do. Talk about the pride in winning the award for quality in Texas. Talk about some of that pride and how excited you guys are about that. Oh my gosh, we are ecstatic. Um, We began the journey six years ago and we were told, oh yes, it takes five or six years to win the state award and then longer to win the Baldridge. And and by the way, we are applying for the Baldridge this next year. And it has been a long journey, but it really is, uh, for anyone who doesn't do Baldridge, it is a roadmap on how to truly be the best organization with the best people all working together. 
And it has transformed us. And when we heard that we won the award, I think the walls at Peterson shook. We have so many of us who have worked so hard and changed so many processes and, and involved staff at every single level of the organization. And we literally hooped for joy. And the only thing that is a disappointment is we were supposed to go this month and accept the award. And because of COVID, we can't do that. But um, we were going to go in October and we can't do that either. But we're going to go and go next spring. But it doesn't matter. We are just so excited and we're going to display that award proudly with our many other awards as well. Well, that's fantastic. Take a moment and talk about a couple things that you're most proud of regarding Peterson, now that you've talked about this award, what are the things fill you with pride about your health system? So at Peterson, um, we were a mediocre hospital. We were just above average for employee engagement six or seven years ago. We were just above average for for patient experience. We were a leapfrog C in quality. And we really began a conscious journey and engaged the leaders and the staff and really said, we can do this. And a couple of years went by and people started feeling a difference. And they kept talking about the difference. It feels different here at Peterson. People are friendlier, uh, people are involved more. Our leadership communicates better to us. We feel that we have a say in what happens here. And slowly, honestly, it wasn't that slowly. In just a couple of years, we, we literally just skyrocketed to the top 10 and 15% and have stayed there. And But the first four years ago, we won the Health Grades Top Award for Patient Experience, and we've won it every year since then. And the first year, I can just remember feeling such pride in just my whole organization, the leadership, because it is the nurses at the bedside. It is the physicians explaining to the patient. It is the housekeeper keeping that room clean. It is the food service person delivering the meal and making eye contact and knowing that that person wants an extra salt packet. It's those little bitty things that make a connection. And at Peterson, we have a philosophy. It's called relationship-based care. And it basically says you can have the best people, you can have the best equipment, you can have the nicest buildings. And that will not create anything exceptional. What creates exceptional is every single person being committed to making a a warm connection with each of their coworkers, with each of the people who enter our building, and with each of our patients. And we stress that and we teach it over and over again. And probably uh, four or five years ago, I really became um, involved in resiliency. Resiliency in in 2017, stress and burnout were recognized as top challenges in healthcare. And I saw our staff, especially in the ED and in the ICU and our hospitalists, just becoming what I call crispy, just become kind of cynical and detached and just worn out. And so then Peterson kind of changed gears and we really started focusing on developing a model where providers could have more satisfaction in the work they do and become more resilient. And and take a moment and talk about that resiliency training and what you do and a little bit about your entrepreneurial efforts related to it. Absolutely. So um, several years ago, in 2018, I was invited to speak at at a a national conference in Orlando, and I spoke on our resiliency efforts, which were, were kind of in the beginning, and we were seeing some, some um, improvements, especially in our emergency department. 
And so I spoke and I spoke to about 125 people and it was well received. And after my presentation, I walked across the hall to one of the great big auditoriums, which had over a thousand people. And one of my favorite authors was there. And she did tons of research on millennials and stress and uh, different um, age groups and, and life factors that, that lead to stress and burnout. And I thought, and I, I found her work fascinating. So I listened to her. And in this huge auditorium, there was a sense of dissatisfaction. There was a sense of almost frustration, even almost anger. And one lady stood up and she said, I understand all the research, but what is the solution? What do we do to fix it? Another young nurse stood up and said, I've been a nurse for two years and I'm, I'm done. And it, it just bothered me. And so I went back to my hotel room again in the fall of 2018. And my fiance is a physician. He was with me and I said, Tom, what do we do about this? And he said, I don't know. So I woke up in the middle of the night and I woke him up and I said, Tom, I've got it. We need to have a model where we teach staff tools on resiliency, but there has to be a second model. The second model needs to show leaders how they can most effectively help staff navigate stressors and navigate change in a healthy way. And he was, he was very sweet. He said, well, that's great, Audrey. Can we wake up in the morning and drink coffee over? I said, no, we have to get up now. And I did. I literally made him get up in the middle of the night. And he got up and we hammered it out. And we came up with the, what is called, we call the steady and raise model. The steady is the model for staff. And it has the tools on how to uh, be more resilient. And raise is for how leaders can help their staff navigate change, deal with stressors, and support and recognize and coach throughout that. Um, that went on, and then I, I met uh, a young lady named Beth Guyton with Interactive Quality, and she and I just hit it off. And she said, I can help you market this. I can help you get this out to other people. And I'm passionate about resiliency. I, I lost my only son in 2009 in an accident very suddenly. And I saw how you really have no choice but to deal with it. And people either deal with it in a way that they become bitter and angry, or they deal with it in a way where they say, I'm going to learn something from this and help others. That's the route I chose to take. I have to make that mean something. And so I became very passionate about how to be resilient and how to help others become resilient. And so Beth and I have been working together for about a year now and really uh, developing workbooks and micro learnings and, and um, how we can get this resiliency model out to hospitals and systems that, when they need it. And especially in this time of COVID, stress and burnout are just rampant. Well, 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 certainly they are, Audrey, and it's a great thing that you've done. What a great career. So impressed with what you've done at Peterson Health to, and the whole system there to improve that system and this concept of patient experience really comes down to not just great technique and not just great technical skills, but really connecting with every patient on this micro level and very individual level and taking care of them. And then what you're doing on resiliency and make sure staff could stay focused and able to do these things is so important. So Audrey, thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you very much. Scott, it has been my pleasure. So take care and stay safe.